You're doing the Lord's work, boy. This is Hava Word with Adam Rowe and Dan Nightingale. <laughs> Don't mind the new voice I've got this week with this cold. <laughs> sexy, isn't it? Like in Friends. Coronavirus when, sexy. <laughs> like when Phoebe gets a cold in Friends and she can sing all of a sudden. All of a sudden he's like, he's way better at podcasting. <laughs> Fucking hell, just like really tuned into it. <laughs> Your um, uh, headphone leads all twisted up, I can't do it. It's just, it was literally just annoying me looking at it. <laughs> can't do that. that. It's still a bit tangled. I'm not even OCD. Oh no! Don't, don't. Oh my God! You animal! Should I audio describe oh, this? I'm just twisting the wire up. And now. it's the first time you've worn white, so it just highlights it even more. No, I can't do the pass. <laughs> honestly, the prospect of you having a cold stroke coronavirus is less offensive than that wire being all mangled. I can't look at it. It's staying there. I want to clean it. It's staying there. I want to tidy no. it. <laughs> I'm in a bad place. Have you got a bit OCD with stuff like this? I, I don't think it's OCD. I think it's just the natural order of things. <laughs> You call it OCD. I call it not having a scraggy fucking <laughs> headphone lead. Please move it. <laughs> Just leave it there. Uh, if it's not OCD. It's giving me a bad back. If, if there's no obsession or compulsion, then it's not a disorder. I hope you but have if got there coronavirus. Is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just- as soon as you just, as soon as you drop dead, I'll just straighten out the headphone lead. Oh, mate, you've got sniffles, babes. Yeah, it's been um, about a bit of a ropey week. Just like, you know, when things just go slightly wrong All right. over and over again. Psychologically or mentally, physically? Um, Come on, you're in a safe, just, you're in a just, safe just, space. Just, just a pain in the ass of a week. So, right, fit, yeah. like, I've had a tour date, two tour dates, and one normal gig that I had to cancel because me and Jade had a massive argument we're fine now we had a massive argument and at the minute I'm a name driver on her car I haven't bought a new car and she just fucked off with the car oh I like, saw the post you put on the comedian's <laughs> Facebook so I was taking went, a car went, it was in brackets it said what I'll call car troubles <laughs> and, I, and I nearly texted you and then thought don't be a vag because I was about to be like you okay babes and then I was like no Adam's fine he's, I'm sure he's just he's just broken yeah. down or something but then I was like how's he what he hasn't got a car yeah no so so we, <laughs> we had an argument she was like I'm going and I was like well fucking go then go on got to work in a bit anyway she took 10 the minutes fucking later. car Luckily, you were gigging in Lincolnshire, which is, oh yeah, a fucking nightmare to get to it's by like a anything. four and a half hour drive. Yeah, and it's, it's as way close worse. to Holland as you can get. <laughs> yeah. um, it would have been easier to get to Holland. Yeah, you just, just go and get a plane from John Lennon Airport. <laughs> John Lennon, don't fly to fucking Lincolnshire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had that. Thursday in Liverpool was great. We did a, a, a tour show, very long show, recorded it. But, oh, so Saturday I, I went down to... Uh, Bridgewater I'll tell you about that Am I being thick? Where's Bridgewater? Is Um, it Wales? It's below Cardiff in England So it's like West Country, Somerset, (laughs) Devon, Cornwall You've literally just really fucked me up (laughs) Below Cardiff, I'm like, what, in the sea? (laughs) Like just past the sea Into England again But sort of south-west of Bristol It's on the toe It's on the big toe of 
of the UK. Was geography one of your subjects? <laughs> it's on the just the out bit of the pig under the pig. That's Wales. <laughs> Like, Where is it? It's in green. I don't really know what the area is called, and I you did. Do like you know a, the county? No, because I did a Q and A on Instagram on Saturday night, and I was, someone was like, "When are you gigging in Cornwall?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, I, I think I'm in Cornwall now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, is yeah, it I mean, fair? Yeah. To, is it fair to say? And your career's <clears throat> in great shape. And I think sometimes when you look at the list of names in your diary of places where you're gigging, you can generally tell how well things are going like if you've got <laughs> Madison Square Gardens <laughs> an arena in Chicago LA and you've got all of these big like Glasgow Manchester London yeah. <laughs> when you like I could get my diary out right now you're like Lincolnshire Bumble's fuck East Yorkshire <laughs> Blackburn yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, Bridgewater's in that category <laughs> but however great gigs aren't they because when you get there people are like mate thanks for coming here no one knows where this fucking place is um, appreciate you we, we had a bit of that and so we sold out which is great um, little 120 seats of room lovely um, and there was a combination of I reckon about 60% had probably come to see me and 40% had come because it's the only thing happening in Bridgewater this year. <laughs> That's weird. Right? <laughs> well, fucking hell, there's a show on. I had to kick um, the entire front row out. Oof. Um, it was a, a group of hairdressers um, on a Christmas night out slash birthday party. At the end of February. Now, look, I don't want to get sexist, but I'm going to. <laughs> Groups of women are the worst comedy audience like female teachers is the worst possible group and female hairdressers a collective of them is as close to female teachers as you're gonna get as a fucking thunder cunt of a front row to have at a tour show at an art centre in fucking Bridgewater in, the in, in a place that doesn't necessarily exist <laughs> a front row that you definitely don't want in a county unnamed it, I'm having a fucking nightmare oh mate so I, I didn't take a support act down there um, just because of the margins on the tour like I, I'm only taking support on certain ones and so I support myself essentially because the, the venue still want an interval they still want to be able to sell drinks and shit yeah you can't do like an Edinburgh hour can you be like what the fuck it's just not a night out to just yeah. do an hour and then call it so what it. do you do like half an hour 40 and then do another 45 or something no so I normally do 20 to 30 of just crowd work break and then do the show so I still do the show in one chunk so I go on I'm doing crowd work and it was great and they were really up for it but then <laughs> it was one of those rooms where you know like you haven't come on from backstage you've come on down the middle of an aisle in the audience yeah up some steps right at the front of the stage it's so like when you the college awards in it or something like, lit oh. it's like assembly yeah I, I was I was head teacher <laughs> that's what I was doing yeah next doing a show is one of our students Adam <laughs> and he does comedy <laughs> give it up ladies and gentlemen that's not a round of applause that's your own footsteps <laughs> yeah um, so as I'm coming off to go for the interval I had to go down like into the crowd and this front row, they're grabbing me to get, like, a photo, which is weird. I'll just say this. If you come into the tour, and there's loads of people who are listening to this, by the way, who are coming to the tour shows, which is dead good. Wait until after the show to take photos. It's just weird to take. I'm trying to get... He's trying to get on the stage to do the show? No, trying to get off the stage to go for the interval to go to the dressing oh, room. Oh, and they want to do pictures. And they do it in the interval. And I get it. Look, you, you've gone to see someone do a, a show or whatever. You want to do that. One of them licked me. 
like right up the face. Another one was like playing with my eyebrows and touching me. I was like, get off. <laughs> but I didn't say, you can't go to the front row before you've even done the show. Get off. So I just had to like <laughs> laugh off, getting licked from one end of my face to the other. Oh, while, by a woman. By a woman. Oh. By a dirty little Bridgewater troll woman. <laughs> with big hair. <laughs> Phenomenal hair. Horrific breath. In the second part of the show, they're sort of, they were heckling a couple of times, and I don't mind that. Like, it gets annoying at times, doesn't it? But I can deal with a heckle, that sound. What I can't live with is incessant talking that's actually got nothing to do with me. It's the worst thing to be happening in a comedy show. Then a little couple of conversations, and I went, you really need to stop that, or we're just going to boot you out. Right, and they were like, no, 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 we're, we're sorry, we're really sorry, we're sorry. No, we're just talking about how much we're enjoying it, and I was like... Oh, wait, isn't that always the defence of people talking at comedy? We were just talking about the jokes, you're like... I was well, like, I've, heard, I've just heard you say the word Tesco, so I, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I haven't done any supermarket-based humour yet, so you're talking shit. So I got the doorman, and they went, no, 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 please don't kick us out. So I went, look, just give them one last chance, it's sound. I'm sure they're going to behave now. They know how long did they last? Another minute. So, you, you know, just as you're getting back into the stride of your next routine, and they start talking again, and you just really need to shut up. And this woman went, why? And I went... What? I go, you're talking? She was like, I wasn't talking. I was like, yes, you were. She was like, I'm watching the show. And she was sat at like a 45 degree angle to me. She was facing her friends. I was like, why would you be watching the show? Like you're halfway through turning around your chair on the fucking voice. And the chairs got stuck. You're facing the wall. You're not facing me. She was like, okay, we were talking, but I don't understand what the problem is. And I went, I I went, would uh... you, I went, would you talk in the cinema? If this was the cinema, would you just be having a conversation? She went, of course you would. You talk about the film. Oh, my God. Lad. This should be shot. Never mind fucking ejected. (laughs) I lost it, you know. Like, I proper lost it. For everyone. This is for everyone. I spent 11 quid on a film. I called her a cunt. And she's like half a yard away from me. She stood up at this point. And I went, well, then you're a stupid fucking cunt then. Get out me fucking gig. And I thought, as a... Can we just pause the tape? If a guy had said that... You'd call him a stupid fucking cunt as well. It's that's not sexism because uh, as long as anyone, I, like I can fight him, any, yeah, <laughs> anyone who I'd talks, a there, anyone no. who talks at a comedy gig, a solo show, a tour show, and the cinema is stupid fucking the cunt. Cinema, <laughs> <In> the cinema. <laughs> you put an R on the end. Of it. <laughs> a tour show. I'm trying to better myself up the at Bridgewater. The cinema. Oh, that's um, brutal. So with the with the bouncers at the side, ready to go. Well, it's a small room. It's 120 seats. Like studio. It's a dance studio that they put gigs in. There's a main room theater that holds like 600 or whatever. Um. So yeah, they just they they left, but then three of their friends stayed behind. So there was three of them who weren't drinking, right? Right. So they was like, "Can we stay? Because we haven't done anything and we're really enjoying the show." I said, "Of course you can use them." They were the row behind, right? So there's a row of six. One of whom had gone the toilet, though, right? So five of them get booted out, and the three on the row behind stay there. And then the one who'd gone the toilet, who was defo either having a poo or doing bags of beak, and right. I don't mean having a line, she was going to or both, finish it. Tell you what, it doesn't have to get you in the mood for a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I want to do talk just after about this shit. She come back in and had missed all of it. So oh, she no. wanders back in and goes, Where's everyone gone? Oh, and I went, um, they've been kicked out for talking, and she went just for talking. So, anyone listening to this, <laughs> can you imagine if you had to go through? Listen, 
Would you? I know we're repeating ourselves. Would you talk at the cinema? <laughs> yeah. Right. <then. laughs> Can I just um, anyone who listens to this podcast? Um, I, I I would really appreciate all of you coming to see my my tour show and uh, any live shows that you see me on. Come and see me and say hello and say you enjoyed the podcast. But shut the fuck up. It's it's just not okay to talk. I can't believe this is something that people need to be told. To talk at live entertainment in such a small room, especially, is just the height of bullshit. Shut the fuck up, watch the show, and then fuck off. Yeah, and also, just generally in comedy, I get it, you're on a night out or whatever. It's frustrating on the circuit, but I think we're all, you know, we're all big boys. We've been doing this a while. On a Friday and Saturday night, when it's late on, you get that there's a little bit of chat over there. And in my head, I can't stand it when comedians shush a crowd. Like, you know, when they're like, shh, you know, like, just be funnier. Do you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't yeah. try and scold them like like you're a teacher or something trying to get control of a naughty class. But yeah. a tour show, you're like, guys, this is, this is different. This yeah. is more important. This is where people, you know, people have seen you at gigs and gone, oh, I really want to see what they can do. Yeah, it's it's the same at Edinburgh when you've you've worked so hard on your Edinburgh show, and there, there'll always be an hour when someone's just chatting and you're like, "Not here, motherfucker! <laughs> Come and watch me on a Saturday night in East Bumbles, fuck <laughs> Yorkshire. <laughs> oh, just that's fine. I'll deal with that on a Saturday, but not at a fringe show, not at a tour show, and definitely not at the fucking cinema. <laughs> Change it back, cinema, cinema. Fucking, you tell you what, yo, you're right big groups of women and don't get me wrong I've seen big groups of women make a show oh They've yeah been brilliant like everyone so you're generalising because everyone everyone can be good when people yeah. are like oh I hate stags and hens at comedy staggers and hens can get the energy up in a room that would have been flat otherwise yeah but there's something about a large group of female of teachers yeah that one they run their own little world yeah. So they're like, I'm in charge of the classes. It's not my class. I think I've had five proseccos. I think, no, I'm not going to stop talking. Like the hypocrisy of that. Well, do you know what is I think? So it frustrating. Is? I think they spend all week trying to get a room full of people to shut up and do what they're told and fail. Right. <laughs> that when they're then in the room, they're like, "This is Vengeance Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to say, do you know what? No, go fuck yourself." We're going to have a conversation. It's the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. They get so uppity as well. It's funny you mention this because I... It's just fucking arrogant though to be like... Yeah. Because it... I said to them the other night, I was like, look, it's one thing that you're pissing me off. That's an, that's annoying enough. But do you not understand that there's 90 to 120 other people in this room who've all paid 15 quid to get in and they're not getting the show they've paid to see? Because you're being a knobhead. Because you're ignorant. Yeah. You just it's it's the height of ignorance, the same as the cinema. Talking in the cinema is just fucking you're not stupid. You're just being ignorant. But teachers are special. Like there was a, this is a couple of weeks ago, because it was half term, I was doing Beat the Frog, which is an amazing comedy night, new comedy night in Manchester. It's a bit of a bit of an institution, isn't it, in Manchester comedy. And so because it's half term, yeah. Half term, all the teachers turned up. It, it must have been 40% teacher. And when anyone mentioned teachers, they gave, them a, they gave themselves a round of applause. Like, <laughs> yes, teacher. One of the acts walked on him. And you could see it in his head. He was like, I, can't, I don't usually do this. I was like, I'm actually a teacher. They were like, woo! woo! There was one girl at the front who was so shit-faced, said she was from Leeds. She was a maths teacher. She was so hammered, I genuinely worry about the level of education she is giving to the children of Yorkshire. She was like, a math teacher! 
And it's, it's that level of hammered. Someone mentioned maths <laughs> later on, and it's like just from a fucking coma. She went maths. <laughs> I was like, what fucking maths is she to that? Two plus two is so difficult. <laughs> fucking hell. Have you got any mates who are teachers now? Yeah, they're all stressed out of the mind and dead sound. I'm, I like I like teachers in general. My mum was a teacher. No, My sister's do, been do a you, teaching assistant. Do you not think though that like? Do you remember when you were a kid and you had teachers? And you thought they were like almost godlike, omnipotent, oh, yeah, demigod, perfect sort of. beings. Yeah. And now, like, I've been out with a friend of mine. I can't name him because he'll get fired. <laughs> but it was like a Sunday night. We used to go out on a Sunday for a drink, and we'd been out all day and literally into early hours in the morning. He was still doing cocaine at like half three in the morning on a Monday morning. <laughs> God Almighty! And I was like, Was it, was it after him? No. And I was like, haven't you got work? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it'd be sound. I'll just take them out to play fussy or something. And I was like, the amount of times that I turned up to school and the teacher was like, right, we're going to play fussy today. And we all thought they were doing us a favour. That was the teacher going, I'm fucking hungover. I can't deal with you lot. Here's a ball. Fuck off. I'll see you in an hour. Mate, the... <coughs> that if you're still doing coke at 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> if by 10 in the morning you're playing football... You get a bit of fresh air and you do one of those like big sniff up. You know, when you get a bit of fresh air in your lung, you sort of sniff. <laughs> there is a chance that about a fifth of a gram of cocaine is going to still be up there. Stupid. Hit your system. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mr. Turner's fast, isn't he? <laughs> Usually he's a bit slow, but he's really going for it like, like a fucking <laughs> Russian athlete at the Olympics. Like, I'm ready to run now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's lapped the other lads. If you are listening, Vladimir Putin, um, we are not accusing you or your country or any of your athletes of doping you cheating fuckers <laughs> <laughs> nasty cheating bastards I reckon this week we're going to notice a couple of downloads in Russia I reckon they monitor everything wicked <laughs> I'm down for it uh, we, we don't like podcast this is a letter from Kremlin one don't ever call Russian uh, cheaters disgusting also Bridgewater lovely place like it <laughs> Vladimir Putin does tour shows all the time everyone sits not talking and women teachers if we were allowed them in Russia it'd be a good thing <laughs> but of course they're at home with children doing steroids getting them ready for Olympics 2020 <laughs> <laughs> stop crying Evgeny <laughs> but Papa I don't want to do gymnastics <laughs> daddy daddy I need a pool <laughs> you are three years old it's time to grow the fuck up <laughs> what's happening guys Adam Rowe here just another quick message to let you know my tour is now in full flow uh, thank you to everyone who's came to the uh, shows so far we've had quite a lot of people who've come specifically because of this podcast so that's great news uh, if you do want to come and see me you can go to adamrowe.co.uk forward slash shows that's A-D-A-M-R-O-W-E .co.uk forward slash shows uh, this week I'm in Birmingham I'm in Chester Dan's going to be with me at Chester if you want to come and see Dan do a bit of stand up uh, local boy he's coming down to do some stuff and uh, yeah go and get your tickets now for us most of the dates are very very close to selling out so if you do want to come I'd get on it ASAP Rocky where have you been gigging this week? where you been baby? Uh, I was at the Leicester Comedy Festival all weekend and I'd like to say a big shout to Lee Astle who came and sat at the front row 
And I sort of recognised him. I was like, do it. He was like, it's like, I don't know, just look really pleased to be there. He's a newer comic, isn't he? Yeah, and, he, and he's, been listening to the po- he's been listening to the podcast. I think I met him a couple of weeks ago. And he, uh, so I just really appreciate it. It was really nice to have someone in from uh, from the podcast. I, I did the Leicester Mercury Comedian of the Year, compared it. And uh, it's the second cool. time I've compared it. The first time I compared it was in 2008, when Jack Whitehall came third. <laughs> <laughs> he's still gutted he didn't win that his career would be who on, won he's so much better if he'd just who won it Henry Packer oh he is great to be oh fair. he's great he's just not, he's not quite kicked on like yeah Andy Osho came second I don't even know if she's gigging anymore I think she, she had not. a I think she's in America I think she went out to LA okay cool anyway yeah good for fuck her fuck those guys you doing a tour show there Adam? LA yeah not yet <laughs> Missouri <laughs> I'm waiting to hear back from a few venues in LA uh, the forum are fucked I think they'd chock her for the rest of the year and um, I uh, we it was really good um, uh, Eric Rushton won uh, the wonderful Matt Bragg came second so well done to everyone it was a fucking joy to compare that so Leicester Mercury is like a it's a nominated new act composition isn't it everyone who's in the final basically a a well respected promoter in the country has gone have a look at this guy and then they do one show and doesn't say new comedian but it's for new comedians yeah yeah a gig with Nina Gilligan who's a circuit comic if you ever get a chance to see Nina she's fucking brilliant um, and she was like hey I'm doing Leicester Mercury with you on Saturday I was like really Nina she's like yeah is it? I don't know what it is really. I was like, it's like a new comedian award. She's like, oh, oh, I've been going ten years. <laughs> so some fucking lazy bell end of a promoter. Like, Could you nominate someone? Uh, yeah, and just looked at the weekend lineups and put it through. Anyway, she couldn't make it. She got like a corporate or something. She's like, I can't make it. That's how you know you shouldn't be doing a fucking new comedian show, like award competition. If you're like, oh god, I've had to send it down because I've got a corporate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then afterwards they were like there's a party and I haven't drunk this year so far I haven't had a, a beer this year is I got that a little on bit purpose or I just every time I booze I'm ill the next day okay. I like the booze but then it also you know just trying to be diplomatic You're being a pussy I'm being a bit of a pussy but it also do you mean you have a hangover or you like you get sick like I'm violently ill like not just like oh I feel a bit rough like I'm sick several times and it's just it's just not normal though I just no that's mate mate it might, might be for some people <laughs> I used to take a hangover like an absolute champ oh no I've oh I used to be jaded and like still kind of enjoying it and like no I, a little like, bit fuzzy getting on it the day after the hangover the day after the drink like day one of the hangover I'm fucked it's a write off right. I can't do anything and often day two is a massive struggle <laughs> well I'm in day two right now I am on day two and I, I still don't feel completely right oh so you had a drink yesterday was brutal went dancing oh and I tell you what <laughs> went dancing we went dancing it was great we had the we had the party then we're boozing and you know when like they've got they were like we've got a DJ on and everyone stood round I just started dancing in the conversation someone came up and went mate you know it's not a dance floor I was like it fucking will be 
Also, my dancing like is anti- getting maverick. It's getting maverick because I'm married. I've been married a while. I want to stay married. I'm not trying to get laid at like at a party when everyone's boozing. And like, I remember you're younger and you're like, maybe I'll, uh, maybe there's some young ladies here and I'll dance accordingly. Yeah, you're not trying to impress people with your dancing. Now you're expressing yourself. Oh, <laughs> oh and I, I dance like a cunt. It's phenomenal. I'm throwing shapes. I'm like putting my back out. Oh, it's awful. I can tell it's bad to look at. I actually think it went full spectrum and went, you know, from like awkward to shit to, oh my God, actually, that's so ridiculous. It's quite good. <laughs> Ironically, I think girls liked it. I think, who's this maverick? Look at him. Oh yeah, I think like dancing like a twat is such a confident move. <laughs> You've just got to really commit. Yeah, as long as you're committed to it. I think people are like, look at this, look at this guy. People like confidence. It's a very attractive trait, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, but they, I think my dancing might have been tipping from confidence to, is he special? <laughs> Should he? Where's his carer? I was like, girls are coming up to me. I'm like, do you need assistance? Hello, you're right. Do you like music? Yeah. <laughs> I like dancing. <laughs> right, where's your helmet? <laughs> I met Jack White all last time I did this. I know Jack White. <laughs> of course you do, love. Of course you do. <laughs> he came third. What's he on about? <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> you sound older with every episode of this, you know, because you said we went dancing. I've only ever heard like pensioners saying we went dancing. We, ha, we, went, we, we did, we went dancing. But you went clubbing or you went. No, we didn't. We went to a party and there was dancing. <laughs> dancing. So you went to a party? We, we went, went dancing just we, sounds old. We attended a discotheque. <laughs> You love hammering me for being ancient. <laughs> it's because you you're nowhere near as old as your language. I'm leaning into it. <laughs> we went dancing. Do 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 do. I remember the twenties the first time round. Do 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 do. Yeah, you sound like this is your second twenties. Yeah. <laughs> the Wall Street crash. <laughs> Prohibition. Oh. Yeah, so uh, uh, I, I apologise to Lee and everyone that came to uh, the Lancaster one-man show that I had at 5.30. I started the show, but do you remember a few episodes ago, you were like, sometimes I'm so hungover at the Fringe that the first time I've spoken out loud is at my show, and I laughed at you, sort of scoffed at you, like, <laughs> you crazy young thing. You did that. I did. You? I really did that. I had to go. I got to the venue and had to go back outside for some fresh air. Before the show, I was like, I just had to have a little word with myself and have a little wander around. Have a word. (laughs) Beautifully done. (laughs) And then came back in, and they were the nicest people. And because I was a little bit hungover, I think I tuned into the hour better than if I'd have gone in like, oh, fuck, right, I need to do this bit, that bit, this bit. And I started chatting to them, and because I was just a little bit fuzzy, it worked brilliantly. The first guy I talked to, I was like, I'm going to tell the story about when I got stuck in the riots in Manchester. That's what I've been doing with long shows. Yeah. Because me and my mate got locked in the Odeon while it was while the riots were on. And uh, I thought, I'll start... What riots were these? What? The riots in Manchester. What period of time? <laughs> <laughs> During the Boer War. <laughs> the Great Riots of 1808. <laughs> the, the Corn Riots. <laughs> <laughs> we marched on Kensington Palace to let Queen Victoria know. <coughs> oh, funny. Um, and I and I just it was one of them when I was hungover. I was like, oh, I should I'll get there. And I was doing a little bit of chat, and this guy was like here with his girlfriend, and I was like, you live in Leicester? He's like, no, we're at a university in Manchester. Was, you know, and you're like hungover, and you're like, oh, I couldn't have asked for an easier in. 
Like he'd been really funny, got a few laughs out of him. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to meander this to Manchester. And just for me, he went, Yeah, studying in Manchester. I could have kissed him. I would have been like, It's the complete, great the complete opposite yeah. of your Bridgewater front row. I went, Fucking, what's wrong with this? I'm just talking. Mine were like, Dan, we're going to accidentally ease you into your bits of material and make it look like you've just ad-libbed a 15, 20-minute story about the riots just because someone was in from Manchester. The crowd were like, this guy, I tell you what. I mean, he doesn't smell good, but my God, he knows how to whack an anecdote out. So, yeah, I really uh, I really appreciate you, Lee, and uh, everyone that came to my Leicester show. It was, it was uh, sweet. But uh, that's me not drinking for a, quite a while now. My hangover's a bad man. <laughs> not good. I'm still, I'm still in one. I mean, a night out for you is like a six month prison sentence <laughs> you're now in sober jail that you, you're making it sound like it's bad I, ju- I don't want to I just don't want to booze I just it's not it, in me now nah, I will eventually there'll be a night out or whatever do you know what when like, you win the league when Liverpool win the league I might come for a beer with you because I'm so excited to see you uh, live through that like yeah you Liverpool's going to explode I think we could do a new feature here you know I reckon we should ask people to write in about this I reckon hangover stories the worst hangovers Oh, you've ever yeah. had because I reckon there's some stories on this oh yeah yeah I reckon I'm just tracking back through my memory and then I go oh god <laughs> I did that thing you know you know in Bill Burr's bit where he's like do you ever like have memories from the past while you're in the shower and you just have to shout them away like ah! <laughs> what's happening and he's like uh, 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 the, the press my, the hard water again my, every day my, my favourite routine of it is about hangovers is when he's like uh, when you brush your teeth the next morning and you catch your own eyeliner in the middle and you're like you fucking piece of shit <laughs> yeah I get good such hangover stories if you've got them hangover my hangover regret like just like I regret like the shoes I wore the night before I'm just constantly having like a, a panic attack for a day and off after a drink and when I'm hungover I absolutely mean it I am never drinking again and I believe myself I'm like I, it's never happening again I will never drink again until the next time I drink I, the ne- as soon as the hangover's over yeah literally within 72 hours I'm like when can I get another pint is that it so is that the 72 hours in the yeah. first 24 you're like I'm disgusted I'm off and the next day you're like I might jo- I might join a church I just think I need to be part of a choir or something day three wee <laughs> day three I'm like when can I next invent an event to have a drink at like Thursday night I was like to Jane I was like I'm going to have a drink tonight she was like oh why on a Thursday and I was like oh it's me and Big Liverpool show she was like isn't this the smallest Liverpool tour that you've done in three years and I was like yeah but still I'm t- oh that's what I meant to tell you before I, I recorded Thursday night done an hour and a half a hot water I did a combination of this year's show and a few old bits that I haven't got recorded anyway 90 minutes fucking fire great show start to finish the crowd and it was like I've Nailed it. Three camera angles. One at the back. Oh, I know, where you, I know where this story's going. I've lost the wide angle. I saw your tweet. I've, I've dropped the memory card somewhere in town. Fucking devastating. Hell. I think Is that still- why you went drinking? <laughs> did, you, did, did, you, did you lose it when you were drinking? No. I, I lost it. So <laughs> the regret. Ah, oh, I'm a disgusting person and I've lost the wide <laughs> angle. I lost it on Saturday on the way to Bridgewater. Bridgewater was just a fucking write-off from start to finish. So what happened was I packed my bag and I decided I was going to pack light. If I can travel with just my backpack, I'll do it. 
So I was only going for the one day. I was getting the train down. And I had my memory cards in the front pocket of my backpack. And I was like... Right. Um, zip, zip up? No. Yeah, a zip up. But I needed uh, like to take me toothpaste and mouthwash and stuff. And it, it made it quite bulky at the front. So I was like, I don't want to... Like, I don't want that to leak and ruin these memory cards. So to be safe, I'm just going to put them in my pocket. And I put them in my pocket. And then literally as I went to get on the train, I checked to see if all four were still there. There was only three. God knows where it's fucking gone. But absolutely devastating. Oh, God. You can't. Can you piece it together without without the wide angle? I, yeah. I think we'll still be able to get a good hour-long product out. But it's just not going to look quite as slick as I wanted to. No. Devoed. And the audio's good and everything. It's It looks and sounds better than I thought. It like when I came off on the night, I was like, "Good show tonight." Been annoying with a couple of hecklers and whatever. Um, edit round that, not a problem. But I watched it back and I was like, "I fucking made it. This, this is gonna look great." <laughs> fucking white ankles gone, and I hadn't backed it up. Twat. I'm twat of the week this week. Did you put? Did you put like a? Uh, you, I saw a tweet where you were like, "I'll give you 150 quid yeah. if someone gets me this back." Yeah, because I, I assume I've dropped it in town somewhere, and still right now it's 128. Gigabyte SanDisk Extreme memory card. It's got a gold label on it. If you find that in Liverpool City Centre, I'll double it. Three hundred quid. Three hundred quid. If anyone finds that memory card, and I'll say, look, that memory card actually cost sixty quid to buy. Right. So I'll, I'll I'll even do you a deal. If you need memory cards, give me it back. I'll give you three hundred quid for it, and then I'll back me back the fucking footage up, and I'll give you the memory card. <laughs> so you'll get three hundred quid and a sixty quid memory card. If you get me a back, but it's not going to happen, is it? Oh, balls, mate. It's so devastating, it's isn't it? so annoying. Someone uh, uh, pinched my tom-tom a couple of weeks ago. You know I was away for the week. You've still got a tom-tom. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. It's a good tom-tom. <laughs> well, it was. Someone's nicked it. Someone, who's nicked the tom-tom? I don't know. <laughs> Who needs four quid that we much? Smackhead's like, okay, now we've left the car open. Why don't that. you just use your phone when it's well, got Well, like, I am doing now, aren't I? It's got like ways. I'm using ways. Exactly. I'm worried about my gig being used up. How much does it use? How much data do you get? 15 gig a month. And how much do you use? I don't know. You I've can been using a Tom Tom. Why haven't you got unlimited data? It's like an extra £2 a month. Is it? Yeah. I have to speak to them. Fucking hell. I'm with British Telecom as well. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Liverpool 5. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if you were still on fucking orange. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. One to one. Hello. <laughs> Liverpool 437. Could I speak to Adam, please? I want to tell him about the 1920s. <laughs> you know when you... So like, Nick, my fucking tom-tom. It's not, it's not funny, that. <laughs> just it quick, is funny. Just, just imagine a smack and go, fuck, I didn't know I could get home this quick. <laughs> I just want to know one thing just before we move on and we're talking about your tom-tom. You know, like, if you need a phone number for, like, somewhere, do you Google it or do you call 118? <laughs> <laughs> What's 118? <laughs> It's like a digital yellow pages. <laughs> I just called the you operator. Hello? <laughs> Hello, operator? <coughs> You're right. It's good taking the piss out of me, but I hope it's killing you. Is <laughs> you having a fun time? Fucking coronavirus. <sighs> Quick as you can. It might be. You might have been licked by some Bridgewater coronavirus. Oh, she, oh, oh that no, nasty I, I, fucker. You know She's what, giving though? you a dis. Uh, she no, licked I you order, and now you're ill. I already had me cold. But 
now that I'm thinking about it, if I have got coronavirus, she's going to be dead, and that'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> buried oh, buried at a three-quarter angle. <laughs> I don't see why I can't talk at my own funeral. Because you're dead, Sharon! So someone stole your tom-tom. Granddad Daniel <laughs> Do you not taking it seriously <laughs> I'm really Really not happy about it I can tell The way your eyes Look there Like I've, we've been doing This podcast long enough That you were like right, I'm going to pretend That I'm being serious Someone stole your Tom Tom And I'm like I know you don't give a shit No one gives a shit I do give a shit I, just, I didn't like the feel of like The fact that someone Was in my car <laughs> I don't know why I mean if I'd not Left it open In front of my sister-in-law's Fucking house You left it open Yeah I left it open Why? Because I live in a fucking suburb of Chester that is just, it's so quiet. And I've got out of the habit of locking it. Daft, really. Why would you ever, what's the advantage to not locking it? I forgot. I forgot to lock it. Right. I'm okay. not like, I'll keep that open. I wouldn't want to waste all that time. Is your car open outside now? No, it's locked now. But sometimes I forget because there's no, because I just live somewhere where it doesn't matter. You could leave it open for a fucking year. No one's nicking anything from here. But in this bit of Nottingham, apparently, if you leave, leave it open for about four minutes, someone's like, fucking hell, me duck. I'll have that. I wonder who he's selling that to. Oh, I, went on, I went on eBay. Is that funny? Do people still use eBay? <laughs> you do, yeah. Yeah, all right, nice one. I went to the market. <laughs> I went on eBay. digital carpet sale. <laughs> do you know they do carpet sales on the, on the I internet? I went online, <laughs> but I won't use 4G. Don't trust it. I use H. <laughs> And um, I was looking for like Tom Toms And then a lot of them come up without like a base or a charger I was like I'm not buying these on principle I'll probably end up buying my own fucking Tom Tom back From some scaghead eBay user <laughs> Shithead 3 Get unlimited data on your phone I know I will And use weight Do your, Does your Tom Tom ever fuck yet when you've got a long drive? Do you ever like get to a bit and it's closed? No it was pretty good for that it's one of them traffic update ones that's like, you're all right, go this way. Yeah. But it's all on your phone, isn't it? Your, your phone's literally connected to like the like Google Maps. Google own everything. We're all being watched by Google. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about it. I feel it. safe. <laughs> it's nice. Google Maps will be like, occasionally you'll be driving down the motorway and Google Maps will go, hey, you know, if you go left, yeah, I know it doesn't seem right, but. You'll save 27 seconds on getting home. It's like even the smallest margins. It'll help you out, and they all add up. Yeah. I've been using Waze, which is pretty good. Yeah. Waze is good because it tells you where the fucking pigs are, doesn't it? Does it? Yeah, like, so... It's like an agricultural thing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. What? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! That's why we, we play Leicester Comedy Festival. With jokes like that if you're The fucking pigs How aggressive was that If you're driving On a motorway And you drive past You know like a, a busy Who's got like his uh, Speed gun out You can just There's a little thing On the dashboard of ways And you can hit it And then Everyone who's behind you Will get a notification When they're getting towards it Like Oh my god Slow down there kid Everyone loves the fucking ways In Liverpool Bacon on the hard shoulder there five oh, lad five oh. <laughs> It's so good ways This is the thing I need, And I'm not getting another Tom Tom Because I've used it but to, to and from Leicester And it was great I'll just sort my thing It was so good That it popped up It was like Oh there's a car pulled over I was like How the fuck can you know There's a car Oh it's there And drove past it <laughs> Ways is so shit hot yeah. But I, I'm in my head I'm like I don't understand How it knows That that car's pulled over Maybe they've like, got ways as well It's mental And it was like Pothole coming up I was like You've, Oh it's pothole Yeah Yeah Fucking sick. Nice. This, I tell you what, just nice that you can let other people know of the dangers yeah. in the world. Do you know it's now illegal to 
I, maybe Waze hasn't got that police thing anymore because I, I think oh, it's, it's illegal a, to do it. To be like, hey, does it busy? Yeah, but there's a Scouse Twitter account, right? <laughs> How does this not surprise me? <laughs> called Places to Go on Holiday, right? right? And if you read his bio, it's like, um, this is a list of places I suggest you go on holiday. And if there's any policemen with speed cameras in these locations, it's purely a coincidence. And he'll be like, Walton Vale, <laughs> fucking great in the summer. <laughs> right now, on Moore, on Moore Street, down there. Yeah. Yeah. Genius. Oh my good grief, it's Havawad with Adam and Dan. Hey, motherfucker, it's the Would You Rider section oh, you of the Have a Word podcast. Here we go. We got some <laughs> Would You Riders. Dan's brought his own. We had some sent in to haveawordpod at gmail.com. Keep them coming. We love reading them. Dan, what's the first one this week, baby? Let's do uh, I, I love, I don't know where that came from. Neither do I. <laughs> but it was really exciting. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, oh, Adam's not going to keep going with this. He'd be like, fuck no. I'm going to commit to this shit because I'm from fucking Coventry. <laughs> That's a Coventry accent. Please don't complain. Uh, uh, some of the animals that have sent suggestions. Listen, it's been some awful ones, hasn't it? it? Listen, we really appreciate the contact, but the ones you know, the ones we're not reading from the from. If you're listening, going, why have they not read mine? You know why. <laughs> you dirt bags, absolute dirt bags. We've had the same one like three times. That's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, they, like I don't know if it's like a generic one, but I'm not doing it. Haley, Haley Brelsford. Now this is what I'm into. She, she, this did she send it to you? So Haley contacted me on Instagram and was like, hey, "I've got a would you rather for you?" And it was this, and I said, "Do us a favor, that's great." Send it to the email so that we definitely read it out tomorrow. I forgot what it is though, so remind me. Adam and Dan, <laughs> would you rather us, have sex with the ugliest person you've ever seen? Or a reasonably good... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who's listening to our podcast? <laughs> or a reasonably good-looking fresh corpse. And then she's qualified it with, fresh as in dead, within the hour. <laughs> so, the Just ugliest to- person you've ever seen, or someone dead, but they're not that dead. <laughs> They've been dead for a bit, so they're not, like, stinking. They haven't, like... No, they, but hang on, they're not that dead. They're dead. Yeah, but they haven't been dead for that long. Right, okay, yeah. They haven't nailed being dead yet. They don't stink, they're not rotten. Right. Yeah. This is fucking grim. Um, how ugly? The ugliest person you've ever seen. Right. That's what she said, innit? Oh. Do you know what's fucking incredible? <laughs> some really ugly the, people. One of these options is necrophilia. And, and you s- don't know. I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> I think we need to address the the issue here that um, the the corpse did did they consent before they died? Oh my god, you're so 2020, Adam. We can't we can't just be fucking corpses against their will. Oh, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So we, we are working under the assumption here, <laughs> yeah, that um, the corpse they, said, or, I, or they, I am going to be dead very quickly, and um, please. <laughs> they left a note. They left a but note. within an hour, just after tied, an hour, fucking leave me alone. Just tied to a toe. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it. Um, I don't want to do either, but it's would you rather? That's yeah. not the game. Yeah. I don't want to play. <laughs> and obviously, your instinct is to go. Oh no, I'd never have sex with a dead body. 
But then you look at some of the fucking states out there. Just, oh, God. Do you know what I bet as well about a dead body? If it's dead within the hour, if they're quite a clean person, yes, yeah. they're dead and it's necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, so... Some, we living, are, some living people absolutely stink. We, we are working under the assumption that it is a dead person, but not only are they attractive, but they're super hygienic. They're a 10, an absolute 10. <laughs> and they had a good personality. <laughs> not that that matters anymore. Fuck it. They had a good personality. <laughs> they were really nice. Excuse me. <laughs> was this person, was this corpse racist before they died? No, they weren't. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm fine to bang it. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking grim. So, which- hey, I'd like to have a drink with Haley. That's what I'd rather do. Because she seems like my kind of mental. <laughs> like her, her would you rather has made me feel borderline nauseous. But I love, I love how your man works. <laughs> Fucking, I love the fact that it's it's from like it, it, there's some guys sending us some and you're like lads you can literally like, eh, would you rather and you're like you just I love it Haley's like yeah I don't give a shit this is what I'm into so what what what's your answer you don't know do you you can't commit to it <laughs> I've seen some fucking ugly people have you like you know your lowest bang like the ugliest person you've slept with. Would you rather sleep with them again? No. Or the corpse? No, the corpse. <laughs> also, they were fucking annoying as well. Yeah. Corpses don't, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bit of oh, no. Quiet. It's going to have to be the ugly. Why? Because, like, I assume we've got to finish as well, yeah? It's not just like a quick oh, dip. I can't believe we're still talking about this. <laughs> it's not just a quick so dip, is disgusting. it? You've got to... To completion And if there's a A corpse there it's No movement No moaning Just like It's like marriage Hey <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dad gags tonight Two days after a hangover Fucking I'm like this. granddad gags Hayley <laughs> uh, you're gross And I love it What's your answer? Oh I just Fucking It's would you rather I know It's not let's have a discussion And then just leave You can't Just show it's... your work And then not give the answer if I can take one. a pack of wet wipes Yeah The, the corpse <laughs> Do you know what's really funny I'm so happy you said that Because when um, When Hayley messaged me this She said Oh I've got to pull this up on sir. She said Would you rather have sex With the ugliest person You've ever seen Or reasonably good looking Fresh corpse And I said Fucking hell uh, Get this over We'll do it tomorrow And she said Yeah mate nobody's Sorted Dan's gonna fuck a corpse You just know it <laughs> We're seven episodes into this and people already know you that well. <laughs> shit. And you know why? Because oh. the ugliest person ever in my head, they smell as well. That's part of what makes them ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't do it. I can't do it. And I, d- I think it's rude, although it is rude to have sex with corpse. It's pretty rude to take the pack of wet wipes out with the ugly person. Where, Listen, Bev. <laughs> Let me just arms up, arms up, like 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 my daughter For at bath time. Them. <laughs> like my daughter at bath time. Arms up, pits and bits. For breezing them, for breezing them. What do you do? Spin so Florida, <laughs> all over the body. What do you use? Aphrodi- aphrodisiac, Sanex, you dirty fucker. So you're fucking a corpse. Zaflora. I'm, I'm gonna fuck the ugly person just because we're all beautiful on the inside. Shit house. <laughs> 
Um, um, no, if I'm being honest, I reckon I'd probably fuck the corpse as well. Right, <laughs> good. You could have just left it. I'd actually leave it as we'd, we'd fuck the same one. No, yeah. that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting, Adam. <laughs> Find your own corpse. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jones, thanks for this. Uh, would you rather orgasm loudly whenever you saw your crush? Oh, my God. This guy's so modern. He's from this 20s. <laughs> Why would you rather orgasm loudly whenever you saw the person you fancy or being capable of orgasming ever again? So basically, you just literally orgasm loudly in your <gasps> knickknacks whenever you saw the person you fancied or never be able to orgasm. I mean, to never be able to again. Yeah. I think you're going to have to, although to be fair. That is brutal, isn't it? Anyone you fancy, you're just like... Oh. No, but it says your crush, not your crushes. Right. So it's so, just one person. So it's the one person you fancy the most. Yeah, but... You've yes. got you've got to say that's your wife. Yeah, and that makes home life really difficult, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right. Etta, come out of the living room. Daddy's got a problem again. Etta's birthday. Happy birthday. I'm coming in with a cake. Don't! Don't come in with a cake! <laughs> why's why's Laura? Why's Dan's wife wearing a burqa? It's it's honestly for the best. <laughs> Happy birthday to oh, you! Making your wife convert to Islam just so you never see her again. <laughs> but you know that's actually still there, so you'd still you'd just be. Yeah. Oh dear, I, I think you've got to go. As long as it's only one person, you've got to go that, and then just avoid that person forever. <laughs> Ghost for good reason. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't. You can't ever give up. I mean, because I you assume can't give up orgasms. No. Um, How'd you get to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I assume that you still need to orgasm as well. That's what I'm assuming. So you're you constantly got like a. I need to have a wank, me, but you can't. That'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Oh my god! Just by like the second week, just constantly you'd be a horny. Fucking second week. Fucking six hours. <laughs> well, how many times? What are you doing? What's your uh, What's your batting average? At least once a day. At least once a day. <laughs> At least once a day. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have a full mouth water when we're talking about orgasms. I'm not just talking about wanking. I'm just talking about ejaculates in general. Like, yeah. Once a day, it's got to come out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. What's yours? Once or twice. A month. <laughs> well, I told this to Laura about a month. I literally had this conversation. Don't know how. I think it, in marriage, there's certain things you don't want to know, like how many people you slept with. You know, when people are like you know when you're dating, you're like, how many people have you slept with? It's something you do when you're young. Yeah. We met when I was 33, and we've never had that conversation. Because why? <laughs> why do you want to know? Don't want to know. Not, don't want you. To, I don't. It's not like Wikipedia. No you get my stats answer. out. No, there's no. Even good. if it's just one before you, then it's like who is she? Yeah, yeah. It's even worse, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Am I as good as her then? No, because you've only got us to compare to, haven't you? So it's either me or her, so it was better. Two or three days of not, you know, not letting off that pressure valve is is dangerous. Yeah. I once jizzed on my own face after leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done that. Have you done that? <laughs> I just... I, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. And it, I just must have, I don't know, it just must have been the build-up of pressure <laughs> over two days. And it just hit my, it hit my chin. And I'm not even joking, a little bit on my bottom lip. 
because I was lying down I was hunched over like looking at my phone and I just uh, and I was like ah oh god yeah I, I, I didn't get any on me face face but it was like me under face me, me, like the bottom of me chin just on your chin oh it was uh, it, it, it scarred me like I'm getting like a Vietnam flashback here I've seen some things man you weren't there also this by the way this wasn't when I was young this is like about six months ago <laughs> How long did you not relieve yourself? It's been a for? couple of days. A couple of days. A couple of days. Fucking hell. Fuck hell. <laughs> you must be like a fire hydrant in your twenties. Ah, she blows. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it all calming down. You know, <laughs> I can't be far off. <laughs> Listening to CDs in the car. Haven't had an erection for ten years. That's how I like it. What's the weirdest place you've ever had a wank? Uh, uh, back of a stagecoach bus on the way down to Nottingham from Newcastle. <laughs> I cracked one out of the back of a megabus. No, it was stagecoach. I'm not an animal. I didn't wank on a on a megabus. Hang on, was there other people on the bus? Yeah, but about it was re- it was a really <laughs> quiet one. I just I was about 21, 22. It was going down to my first ever paid gig, so I could tell you what it was. It's about November 2002. Yeah, I'd got I just I was so wound up, and it, I was the the next person was about six rows in front of me. <laughs> Then I cracked one out of the back of a fucking stagecoach bus. Was it like one of those bus boners that we all get? I just I don't know if it was the rumble. Like, it's the rumble, or isn't it? Like when you're on a bus when you're young, you 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 get an erection, and that's <laughs> I, I, it. Wasn't I'm, I'm so in, I'm enjoying the service of stagecoach so much. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure women know this, or I don't know whether lads because men don't talk to each other, do we, at all about like sexual stuff, like. That sometimes on reflection is best when we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like any- that bit where I was like, I've jizzed on my face, I do. <laughs> have you? Yes, I have. Anything we Thanks think- for listening. <laughs> Anything we think is a bit weird, though. We're not like <laughs> telling our friends. So I reckon that there's a lot of teenage lads to early 20s who've had a boner every time they've been on a bus that have told none of their friends, but all of their friends are in the exact same fucking boat. The little rumble on your balls. Gives lads a boner on the bus. If you're like teenage lads on a bus, they've all got a boner. Sorry, girls, that's just how it is. And you, you dealt with it. Yeah, I mean, I dealt with it, but I would if someone had, you know, if there was CCTV on that stage, coach, I would have ended up on a sex offenders register. <laughs> wouldn't I? So you know, you're like, you just dealt with it, Dan. You did the right thing. I'm like, eh. not convinced. Could you imagine? Where did you put? Could the... you imagine being caught? Where did you put the thing? Where did you put your? What? The, the product. The the I don't know. Reflection, I don't know. I don't know. Just on the back of the chair. How, how, how far no. in front was the next person? Oh, six, six or seven rows. So if you're getting your chin now, if this was in your early <laughs> days, they were in the fucking splash zone. Right to the driver. <laughs> fucking hell, the indicator's on. <laughs> Like, I was 21 I could just so powerfully I could turn the whole stagecoach to the left <laughs> bloody hell we're, we're, we're coming off at Chesterfield disgusting you haven't jerked off in nearly 36 hours that's unprecedented how did I not remember that we had that Oh, Andrew Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play.
blame Andrew Jones for that. You've just been to a felony. <laughs> would you rather, this is another one he sent oh. in, would you rather have your bird laugh uncontrollably whenever he, <laughs> that's very modern, whenever she saw you, uh, right, sorry. What do you would, mean because he's called bird? Right, I don't know what's going on it. Would you rather have your bird laugh uncontrollably whenever he saw you naked? That's a typo. She it's a typo. She. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Sorry, Andrew. We thought you were just being like... <laughs> we thought you were illiterate. <laughs> you were either illiterate or so woke. Yeah? I call my bird a bloke. I don't gender specify. Would you rather have your bird laugh uncontrollably whenever she saw you naked or cry uncontrollably? <laughs> it's got to be laugh. It's got to be laugh. It's pretty hard being laughed at when you're naked. Yeah, but like... I'm a comedian. I can just like sort of be like, oh, she just thinks I'm funny. I can just put myself in that mindset. <laughs> like, no, you can't cry, crying uncontrollably is a bit much. Isn't it? It's not like a tear. It's like, <laughs> like a Palestinian widow. Fucking hell! I just put my knob away. <laughs> that was such a good visual. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, obviously, you know, the trouble is in the Middle East, have fun, but next time. Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I um, hate being laughed at during sex. How often does it happen? It does. Me and Laura make each other laugh quite a lot. I've, this has happened several times when we're starting out. But if we make each other giggle, I've had to say, Laura, take it seriously. I'm trying to be sexy. <laughs> Because, you know, you'll do something. <laughs> I think it's really... Once you go in, it's all like, passion. But I think sometimes, you know, in the in the like, when I'm like, mm, let's do it. And if I... S just one little voice or... And then we've got a running joke of like, trying to make each other laugh just after sex by saying something like... Was a comedian called Mike Wilkinson who lives in the uh, who lives in the Lake District who I absolutely yeah. love who told me once that and he's the most northern Lancaster he's like you're right yeah yeah he's so funny he told I me once Mike. that uh, he was seeing this <laughs> this woman he was dating he's like a divorcee he's got a Jack Russell in a, a cottage he loves his life he's got a polytunnel he's an absolute massive bell end I love him and he was dating this posh woman and uh, and she was like he was like oh yeah she really posh cracking knocks really posh though. <laughs> And apparently once they had sex and at the end of it he went fucking hell felt that coming up from me wellies <laughs> <laughs> and she was like from your coming up from what what do you mean your wellies what and I mean is love I felt that come come through me feet up my legs into me balls out me dick and onto <laughs> your fucking head so I told Laura that <laughs> she was like oh my god that's the worst thing you could say and now obviously we've done it several times like bloody hell felt that coming up from me wellies she's like don't say it just after you finish don't say it like oh I'm melting doing an impression of Mike Wilkinson he also told me once he was uh, sleeping with this uh, he was going out with a girl from Ireland and, and once he had sex with her and he pushed too hard and he went she went oh Jesus Mike you've pushed one of my flaps inside me <laughs> fuck that can't be true that I sounds swear. like such an Irish sitcom thing to say <laughs> Mrs Brown's voice oh Jesus no you pushed the flare back inside me oh I want to believe it though um, what was the question? I <laughs> don't know. Did you laugh uncontrollably yeah, you when, can't... when she saw you naked or cry? Yeah, I can... Look, like... <laughs> I, 
I can deal with a laugh during sex. I'm not trying. I'm not like you and your missus in this fucking deranged game of let's play laugh chicken when we're boning, trying to make each other laugh. But I can deal with that a little bit. Crying uncontrollably. No, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, and if that's what you're into, you need to see a fucking. I'm, I'm telling you, you need to see a psychiatrist. That's not good, is it? Fucking hell. Not the BBC I'm news. just trying to prove to you that it's impossible because I'm going to tr- you're going to try and podcast while I'm crying uncontrollably oh, <laughs> is it weird that I've got an erection right now <laughs> while you're doing that oh dear if that's what turns if you like the idea of that you definitely need like psychological assistance and that's coming from a guy who's had a wank on a, a fucking stagecoach I can't believe you admitted to that that better not get fucking ended out of this episode no. that is going on the it's internet the, it's not going to be the Twitter ad though. Record. Not, that's not the Twitter ad uh, would you rather now these are mine these okay this one was one of mine <laughs> would you rather know how you die or know when you die I think no uh, they're both awful <laughs> let's just say that they're both aw- neither of these are liberating at all there's people who think that second one knowing when you die will be like well and I, I know I've got to get everything done by Tuesday <laughs> can't I couldn't I think like- it would be so sinister to be to be like April the 18th 2043 you'd be like huh fuck you'd be working it out like that would be so sinister and then you'd yeah. Imagine waking up that day and being like, and not knowing how it's coming, and just being like, right, well, it's happening today, and then trying it. You, you, you would naturally be trying to like outrun it, wouldn't you? Like you'd be like, well, I'll just stay in bed all day on my own. No, I'm not answering the door, not answering the phone, jizzing on some <laughs> But what, like, would you be trying to avoid anything that could re- even have any effect of killing? Yeah, but then it's final destination, isn't it? It's an air- airplane. <laughs> An airplane, an airplane engine falls off and c- comes through you. You can't. You, if it's going to happen, you can't cheat it. You can't cheat it. Yeah, this is what. Right, they've given me the date for dying, but they're going to expect me to be in. So I've booked a room at the travel lodge around the corner. <laughs> Death will not know where I am. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I stayed in the travel lodge on um, on Saturday night in, in Bridgewater. <laughs> Right? It's a fucking awful day, you know. Receptionist licked you for no reason. Hi, Adam. This is how we say hello. There's not really any hotels in the town centre. The town centre is essentially a council estate that they've put a theatre in. I'm not even messing. I walked through it and it was terrifying. The way you're reporting on this tour show in Bridgewater, (laughs) it's like you don't want to do another tour in Bridgewater. Oh, no, I do. As long as it sells out again and I make the money that I made off it, then I will go forever. But I will drive next time. I will not be staying over. It's the first time I've stayed in one of them travel lodges. On a service station You know It's not in the town centre It's On a fucking motorway slip road A travel lodge It was like 40 quid And I was like Bargain Great There's a fucking reason for it First of all This is all true There's a prostitute In the room opposite me You know Across the hall How do you know? Because Several men turned up Daniel And At the same time? (laughs) No One after the other (laughs) Alright Okay And like you could The walls were thin like they weren't playing fucking Monopoly do you know what I mean <laughs> having fucking winner stays on kaplunk <laughs> get out <laughs> Frank send David <laughs> winner stays on kaplunk <laughs> where do we meet up for kaplunk club <laughs> fucking M5 travel lodge near Bridgewater um, yeah the walls were really finished as well I could hear everything they, oh, 
I I was crying, laughing to myself. Right, I've told, I've mentioned on this podcast before that I've almost certainly got IBS, and uh, I have a bit of flatulence every now and then. I farted so loud that I heard the woman in the room next door go, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> and they must have heard me laughing because I like uncontrollable, <laughs> and you feel like you're having a stroke. Um, but yeah, I stayed in the travel lodge, terrifying because I was convinced like. Her pimp was going to turn up and be like, 50 quid now, going back. And I, like, I just had these weird. Oh, there's something I don't about say fantasies. Those <laughs> hotels at the side of like a road. Oh, it's terrifying. <clears throat> the worst one I ever stayed with was a couple it, of years ago. It was, it was the cheapest room on booking.com. £20 a night on a Saturday near Doncaster. It was just, it was, I'd Maybe do we'll it, get, two or three we'll gigs. We'll stay there when we do the Donny Dome. Yeah. <laughs> it was the A1 southbound or something like that. And it was next to a shell garage, and then there was like a car park. It looked like people had been murdered there. I think it was an old. It wasn't. It might have been an old travel lodge, but it was. You know when someone this they, was an old they, travel lodge. You know the room keys, right? Were keys? Were keys? Yeah, yeah. That's when you know <laughs> it's a bad sign. But it obviously been debadged and like painted, so it's not branded for anything. This is how rough this was. They had the wash some bedsheets out on a fucking on a line. Outside the front of the reception, <laughs> I've never ever seen anything like it. They were like, "Well, how else do you think we dry the sheets?" In a, like, in a tumble fucking dryer? tumble dryer. <laughs> it's really disconcerting. It was like, "Oh, this is so nasty," and it was fucking minging. You know, when you lock the door, you're like, "I could die here tonight." This one wasn't even like its own building either. It was in the service station. Like you walked in to like you know like a welcome break. I think it was a moto. You walked in, and in front of you was Burger King, and to the left was the travel lodge reception. <laughs> Would you like the breakfast as well? <laughs> yeah, what is it? It's Burger King. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, it you, was te- yeah. So what's the question? <laughs> no, when you die, or how you die. I think, no. I, if, it, if I knew that it, I was going to die in a shitty travel lodge next to a dual carriageway, I think I'd rather know. When? I think, let's be honest, look at us, we're comedians, we're probably going to be heart disease. <laughs> Chances are. All the hotels we stay in have Burger Kings in the fucking reception. Um, <laughs> Whopper for breakfast. <laughs> I think it, you need to know how, but they're, they're both awful. Knowing when, waking up on fucking D-Day, fuck that, that's so bad. But knowing how, like if it's like, uh, it, do you get the specifics of exactly how? <laughs> Are you just constantly looking? Because if you know how, you don't know when. So if it's like, oh, oh no, uh, how could be worse? At least with when, you can set. You can just get yourself in loads of debt, can't you? <laughs> I've always thought this, I would know, rack up some credit cards. Oh, if I got a terminal diagnosis, if I got like cancer or something, and yeah. they're like, look, lad, you've got a year. It's and, and it's over. The Scouse oncologist. <laughs> All right, look, lad, listen. Hey, come on, sit yourself down, fuck's sake, right? <laughs> the cancer is a fucker, right? <laughs> it's stage fucking four. You're done. Is that, is that? You're out of here, lad. It's fucking over. <laughs> if any cancer doctor ever went, you're out of here, lad. I'd be like, I am. I'm going to get a second opinion. <laughs> and why are you wearing tracksuit bottoms? <laughs> fucking comfy, Andy. Why would you want me to wear it around? Because I'm walking around the fucking hospital. <laughs> I need to wear my Nike Max. They're comfy, dickhead. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with Anthony. His name's Anthony. I called him Anthony. Um, so, hiya, my name's Tony. I'm your oncologist. <laughs> <laughs> You're Dick. fucking done, lad. 
Uh, what what a fucking you kid You are fucking toast <laughs> You should have gone fucking booper <laughs> And this is booper Is it? This is, this is That's bo- private This is booper Liverpool Yeah the NHS They're accountable to the government They're like the booper More straight with you Listen lad It's fucking over Yeah you Except sh- it's spelled B-O-O-P-A <laughs> And it's in Toxton And it looks like an old terrace house Where someone's just fucking painted Booper Yeah, yeah. is this properly Booper? Yeah, yeah, it's Booper, don't mind the dog Get out of the way <coughs> Sixty, for fuck's sake Listen lad, it's over, yeah Get your affairs in order Got about six months, seven if you're lucky But yeah, just account for six Cut a lot last seven like, If you get the seventh, call it a bonus lad But that's it, it's yeah. over I would rack up so I'd kill myself like that. that's how does that work though <laughs> also and I, I know it's wrong to find loopholes in these things because it's just absolute bullshit but if I knew like when I was meant to die the day before that I'm going up the Empire State and jumping off and either I've cheated fucking death who wants to take me the next day or I've just become the only fucking guy to ever survive jumping off the Empire State building yeah one of the two yeah, yeah I, I, but, but the thing that you bounced off isn't gonna like it's not like oh god it was amazing wasn't it that was massive <laughs> that, was, that trampoline that was put at the bottom of the you're still gonna be in a fucking state aren't you yeah you survived one day I mean he died of his injuries about 14 hours later but but I, yeah if I got, in horrific pain if I got a terminal illness I'm going out like a fucking superhero me like that fucking Bill Bear routine about oh, the helicopter the guy who jumps out of the helicopter one I of the best th- bits of I all th- time. I think that might be the best bit of stand-up ever. Oh my god! Personally, it's unbe- the, t- the fact he tells it from the two perspectives. Yeah, it's not only is it an amazing story where he manages to tell it in a way that the audience are gutted when someone isn't dead. Yeah, and they then around cheer it- when he goes and he died. Yeah, like go and check that out. So if you haven't checked that out, we don't need any. It's <laughs> on your you you people are all the same, isn't it? The black, the black and white, and white one, one. yeah. Um, but it's all. I think the routine on its own is on YouTube as well. Just Google Bill Bear helicopter. Routine. It's honestly, it's top, top, top tier. So if you've got a, t- a massive terminal illness, you're racking up debt. Players yeah. gone play. Yeah, getting fucking wheelchaired round Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Where? How are you going to go out? You're going to go superhero. How are you going to do it? I think I think I'd jump off as big a building as I could get on. Full Liverpool kit. <laughs> I, I mean, I hadn't thought that bit through, but absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Gerard on the back I'd shout Gerard as well Like I'm fucking volleying a puppy <laughs> Mate Knowing you You'd tweet on the way down I would You'd be doing a Twitter I'd, I'd, I'd live stream it You'd be such I'd a- be on the top of the fucking What's it called The one in Dubai The Burj Khalifa w- The Wiz Khalifa I'd be on the top Wiz of the- Khalifa <laughs> I'd be on top of the Wiz Khalifa I'd be taking selfies Going just about to fucking do it lads Kill myself today This cancer's not going to beat me I'd I decide when I go out, I'm going out like. Just a- like to say thank you for everyone that's bought tickets to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Bridgewater. <laughs> Sold 120 tickets. <laughs> a procession of hairdressers. Yeah, wouldn't that be well better? With the GHDs. What a, what a legacy to leave that is. You can just be another statistic, or you can be the guy who told cancer to fuck off. Because <laughs> you jumped and off live, the Wiz Khalifa in Dubai. Streamed himself jumping off the fucking. Killed four tourists on the way down. <laughs> fuck them. I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, fuck Dubai tourists. Yeah. Oh, that was a, one of the weirder would you rather's we've uh, have attempted, isn't it? So what would you pick? When or how? I'm I'm saying I'd rather know how. 
I honestly think most comedians will die with, from heart disease. And so I'm just, I kind of know that already. <laughs> As he finishes his fucking second kind of Carabao energy drink, <laughs> full sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and when? It's probably about fucking three weeks on Tuesday if I drink like I did on Saturday. Um, I think when. I think I'd go when. I'd like to know. And I could get my uh, affairs in order. As in. Also, if you know when you die and it's a definite. Oh, Christ, you can start really enjoying yourself, can't you? I'm not doing any calorie-controlled diet. I'm getting right back on the beak. Yeah, you'd be... You can't die. You're invincible. <laughs> Tell that thing. What's that Could you imagine, though, if, like, this was like a... You, you went to meet someone and they were like, we need to tell you when or how. It's under quid, come in, and we'll tell you. But you, we can only tell you one. It's the law. And uh, you went, like to know when, please, mate, because then I can get all my affairs in order. <laughs> and they went, um... It's laser today. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get a fucking big dealer. Lads, I'm on Blackpool prom. I'm on Blackpool prom. <laughs> Couldn't get to Vegas. <laughs> They'll have to do. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Dan Nightingale, you know, from the podcast you're already listening to. And I've got a cold now because I'm recording this little advert two days after recording with Adam. And he's given me his cold. Nice one, lead. I know we keep saying it, but just to reiterate, please do get in touch if you've got any questions or stories you want to send us. Have a word pod at gmail.com. If you've got a would you rather you'd like us to deal with, I mean, ideally, if it could not be about having sex with dead people, that'd be amazing. If you've got a story of one of your mates or loved ones being a bellend and you'd like us to have a word with them, send us the story. And also, if you've got a belting, soul-jangling hangover story, some grim tale, walk of shame, regret-based narrative, send it in. Have a word pod at gmail.com. We appreciate you. Keep spreading the word. You're doing the Lord's work, boy. It's time to have a word. <laughs> Adam and Dan. Was that you, by the way? Tell doing us that? all the problems that you have with your friends. You've just come back to the other side. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I think it's good. I'm just trying to make it so you can't edit it out. You've got the have a words. I have. Adam, you have the have a words. <coughs> okay. How are you doing with your cold, mate? You're fighting through. I just keep having to cough off Mike you got it it was really good of you um, you're a fucking pro mate I'm a professional um, okay so uh, this first one's called Doggy Bags this was sent in by Mandy um, thanks very much by the way to everyone who's uh, first of all sending these in because it literally does make the podcast happen um, and c- continue to send them in to haveawordpod at gmail.com and one other thank you before we crack on is to say thanks to everyone who's downloaded and shared the podcast because we got up to number 60 this week we're creeping closer towards that top 40 is that the whole of iTunes the comedy section yeah okay now. number 60 and we're so we're now the number one stand-up podcast in the UK um so stand-up's like a subsection of the comedy section on there we're the num we were the number with the number one stand-up one today um, and also, we have landed at number 57 on the American stand-up chart. What? Yeah. Fucking mental. And we're number 60, number 60 in comedy. And comedy is by far the biggest section on iTunes. Number 60 is fucking mental. If we get into we're the doing top- it, guys. We're doing it. Thank you so much for your support. But if we get into the top 40, you can end up like on the new and noteworthy thing. And on people actually scroll through the top 40 to find a new podcast to listen to. So that's where we want to be. So if you are listening to this one, just... 
get your mates to download even if they don't fucking listen to it just tell all your mates go to itunes now subscribe to that podcast never listen to it it'll take hardly any memory on your phone leave a five-star review also fuck you to the three people who've left four star reviews and a massive fuck you to the one person who's left a three what the fuck is a three star review <laughs> what are you doing go after them Adam. the one star guys i get that if you're like this is shit i don't like these guys sound if you really feel the need to get that negativity out and you need to let us know okay you're a fucking bell end but go for it we understand your life's probably shitter than ours we like your commitment yeah if you think it's shit then but don't go to don't go out of your way to go it's okay some so, good, so, such a good point some some good bits some bad bits i didn't mind it i need to, you know what you can do I with that to opinion? get to the internet to keep go, it to yourself five, yeah you fucking three-star cunt adam i love how you engage with the fans <laughs> they're not fans <laughs> i don't want three-star tickets to keep listening don't listen to something else if you find out that that three-star review was posted in bridgewater fuck me oh oh dear they're gonna they're gonna if they listen to this I hope they do Oh that'd be so funny Wouldn't it I've been like I've been searching My own name On like Instagram And Twitter To see if they like Tweeted like Went to see fucking Adam Rowe last night And he fucking Kicked us out for talking Can you believe that We were kicked out for talking Talking We were laughing too much Shut up <sighs> Dicks We were kicked out for laughing Oh what a, what a ridiculous policy For a comedy club Three stars Go on Let's do it um, Mandy Mandy you say Yeah Hello Adam and Dan Really enjoying the podcast This is a general Have a word <laughs> I live next to Walton Rec, and I think that's a park. Uh, and regularly use the park. It astounds me that people will go to the trouble of buying and carrying doggy bags and picking up their dog's poo only to suspend it from a tree. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> the best is when the owner chooses to throw it on the floor or leave it on top of the bin. Have a weird lads. So she doesn't want us to have a word with a specific person. This is the. <laughs> the dog shit tree dwellers of Walton Wreck. So they bag, they are actually bagging it up. Yeah, but then they're not putting it in the Gotta bin. Bag it up. <laughs> like the way you no dog shitty. I like the way your dog shits. <laughs> um, they're, so they are doing that. They're mm-hmm. bagging it up. So they're not total animals and yeah. just letting him poo everywhere. Yeah, like it's the olden days, which were good. And but then someone looked like a shitty dog poo Christmas tree. Yeah, near Walton Wreck is yeah. hanging it in a tree. Like, do you not know about the famous dog shit tree of Walton Wreck? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone gathers round it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all brought some deodorant with you. <laughs> oh, that's grim. It's a so, new Harry Potter. That's not going to be based on <laughs> Harry Potter and the famous dog shit tree of Walton Wreck. Yeah. It really comes out next year. J.K. Rowling's really having scraped the barrel. <laughs> Harry Potter and <laughs> the... looking her own name on Twitter. <laughs> um, so what they're doing is they're bagging the poo up, uh, and then they're they're tying the bag up, and then they're leaving it like uh, yeah, like a Christmas tree bauble. I just, I, you know what's more unnerving about that is they're actually bagging it up and then being disgusting with it. So they're doing the half decent thing, but then ruining that. Like if you just let your dog shit on you, yeah, you're selfish and you're gross. But then to be like, oh, wrap that up and now I'll just leave it there, hanging in the wind. Disgusting. Fucking Disgusting. Yeah, it's absolutely foul. That soundboard feature was invented specifically for this. I'll be honest with you, yeah, I had to be talked into picking the dog shit up. When we got our dog. You haven't got a dog, have you? No. But if you had a dog, 
Would you be a picker up of the shit there? Would you do it? Part of the reason I've not got a dog, I don't like picking up poo. Yeah, I don't like picking up poo. But you've got a small dog. Nice little small controllable poos. You know when people have got those huge fucking half the size of a yeah, four be fiesta Because they, they shit solids. My dog will shit like a a really soft shit. Oh my god. The second you touch like it. like you. Yeah, the second you, you touch it, it becomes uh, like it's like Disgusting! It's like Turkish delight. Oh! When it's like, <laughs> like moose. Oh! Yeah, moose is the right word. It looks solid. Imagine it's got the a size shape. of a moose's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking walk your moose around fucking well to the neck, lad. Where the fuck has he got a moose from? And I can tell, I can tell Why that it's him hanging for life in his pocket. <laughs> He's got a fucking cricket bag hanging off a tree. Fucking. <laughs> what have you got a, a rubble bag for? <laughs> yeah. The green one. You fucking see in a minute. Um, I just used to leave it. Oh, you nasty. I know. And I was like, I, I just can't. Because it knocks me. I want to throw Have up. you got a garden? You don't let yeah. it poo in the garden, do you? Yeah. Adam, you dirty. No, she poos in the garden. We and I, wa- I wank on stage coaches, but you need to sort your life out. <laughs> We need to have a word with you next week about wanking on buses. That was, honestly, that was 2002. I've changed. This is your life now. Is that the only time you ever did it? I sw- swear down. Swear down. <laughs> swear down on my nan's life. You know, we're talking about hangover anxiety. That's the kind of thing that if I remember when I'm hungover, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I used to just leave it, and then Jade was like, Leave it where? In the park? Wherever she shit. Oh, Adam. Um, and Jay was like, you can't do it. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's biodegradable. It'll just become part of the mud. Because she always shits on grass. She's a good dog. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, not that good, but <laughs> so she just shits on grass. Yeah. Bowling greens. <laughs> Goodison Park. <laughs> I don't know how she got on there. <laughs> She'd get a fucking game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Sorry, I know, all you blues. I know you didn't want any fussy chat on this, but uh, don't we, do it. No, don't be that now. guy. I, I still want that leaving in. That's, you open to the gate. That's like in court where you know, like a witness is not allowed, but then so, some of your testimony means that objection. They're allowed in as a rebuttal witness. I want overruled. It I want it struck. Nightingale. Poor fucking Everton fans. The witness is an expert, and the court will hear his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a few good men last night. Fire film. Um, what? Have you seen a few good men? Yeah. And you're giving me shit for being old. You're watching law, naval based law court drama from 1992. Yeah, but you know what I did? I streamed it. I didn't go to my local blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the difference. You can watch old shit. It's just a new way to do it. <laughs> Like, I've got no problem with you listening to Black Street No Diggity. It was the fucking tape deck that was the problem. <laughs> you tit. Did you, when when he went, you can't handle the truth, did you shout it out loud? Because I watched A Few Good Men and it was like the whole film was just building up to, you can handle the truth. I, love, I was like, oh, I yeah, do, yeah. I do love that scene. I love the scene as well where, like, early on, Tom Cruise is like, I need the transfer order. And Jack Nichols is like, you got to ask me nicely. You can have the damn transfer order, but you gotta ask me nicely. Fucking sick. Nicholson's amazing, isn't that? Is he blocking it? No. <laughs> From Coventry. <laughs> but I fucking ask me nicely. <laughs> 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 you 
You can't handle the truth. You can't handle your dog's poo, mate. Do you? You do it clean up now. You're a changed person. Yeah, and it's only because, um, like, my relationship is like a lot of relationships where there's, um, we've come into it, and I'm a fuck up, and as a woman, Jade feels it's her responsibility to fix me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what women yeah. women fix men. Yeah, <laughs> that's how the world works. And we're on episode eight, and if you listen to all of these, you're like, I think there's still work to do on these two fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so fair one, Jade and Laura. Yeah. Um, so she goes, she got like I went to walk the dog. She went take a poo bag, and I was like, I'm not taking a fucking poo bag. I'm not picking it up. She's like, you've got to. And I was like, this is why you can't argue with my missus. She looks in to everything. She's right. You can't you can't win an argument when someone knows what to talk about. Got facts. Most of my friends just believe what they believe with no evidence blindly. You can argue with those people because you believe what you believe, and you can convince them that you're right. <laughs> That's how I've lived my entire life, arguing with people who know just as little as I do. Yes. And whoever's the loudest wins. <laughs> my missus, is, is like, she's got evidence, she's got case studies, so she's like, you've got to pick it up because they actually carry diseases. And how would you feel? No, but how would you feel, right? No, think about it, like, I know, imagine. I know exactly where the argument is, they're always the same, go on. If, if, if someone else has left their poo and Minnie sniffed it and got really sick. Oh, right. Like, You'd feel horrible, wouldn't you? Because our dog would be having a really bad time. You're doing that to someone else's dog, and even though you don't see it, that might actually happen to someone else's dog. Like someone's life could be torn up. What if it's a little old lady, and all she's got now, Frank's dead. His son doesn't talk to her. All she's got <laughs> is the poodle. Oh, she's making me feel sad. And now the poodle's sick, and the poodle's dying. <laughs> Everyone was certain that the poodle was going to outlive her. Just because Adam Rowe didn't use a it's poo all, bag. It's all she's got, and it's just because you can't be bothered with, with a bit of smelly poo just being picked up. You don't even need to touch it. You just you, you use it like a glove and turn it inside it's out. It's like a moose, Jade. It's like moose. Doesn't matter. Like, what about this poor old woman whose dog is now going to die because you don't want to do this? And yeah, she's one. So do you mean I have to pick it up? I thought you were going to do what everyone does. Like, you, what if a child gets that poo in their eye and then they go blind? Good. You're like, what child is rubbing dog poo in their eye? It just means that there's less competition for my future children when it comes to the job market. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, if you don't start cleaning up the poo from your back garden, you're going to have blind kids no, anyway, do, aren't we, you? We do clean up the poo in the back garden. She's just allowed to poo out there. Right. Oh, right, um, right, right, right. And then once a week, we bag it all up and we take it to Walton Wreck. <laughs> Hang it in a tree. <laughs> We wish you a merry shipment. We wish you a merry shipment. We wish you a merry shipment. And a shitty new dream. What's that fucking moose doing over there? <laughs> um, nice one, Mandy. We're on your side. Yeah, if you if you if you are a dog owner, then yeah, thanks to my missus, I can tell you, um, you should be picking up your dog poo. Um, I actually think it's quite funny that you're hanging it on the tree. It's Crack fucking on. disgusting. Not asked. <laughs> I think it's funny I think if there was one With a magic tree air freshener next to it That would become a tourist attraction If there was a, a tree oh. just full of dog shit bags Like imagine when it's like in autumn When all the leaves fall off And there's just all oh. the bags oh. It'd be fucking amazing oh. Keep doing it We're Fuck just, you Mandy just, I feel sorry for the bird that fucking doesn't quite understand Which tree it's landing in <laughs> It's like a pigeon Oh, Nice one Mandy thank you Who's our uh, Who's our tune Who's our Who's, what tune are we dropping? If you'd like us to, uh, if you want to be the song that we play out the podcast on, uh, send it into at Have a Word Pod. Get in touch with us. 
or just send us an mp3 file and anything you want to plug yeah. to have a word pod at gmail.com and if you could give it a share on your socials we will play you out at the end of the podcast okay so um this week's tune is from a band called how many they're a scouse band um if you want to go to twitter they are how many official and instagram is also how many official um Facebook is just simply how many with a question mark after it and this is their song Grey Day thanks for sending it in lads we really appreciate it this is Grey Day by How Many nice one see you next week I guess your girlfriend called me after last night's fight since you were created but she still thinks twice I'm no better I'm just a coach with a letter And you're the pretender I spoke to your mum She said you ain't got a life Cause you're falling out of bed again And you're turning off the lights I'm no better I'm just a change in the weather And you're the pretender Please don't forget me Please don't forget me Fall, fall, fall into something new But don't you dare make out that I ever loved you Cause I prefer my girlfriend, I prefer a wall And I told you not to take a fall, I still broke your fall She said don't think twice, my love it's alright did you just quote Bob Dylan? Stop trying to impress me And he's just turned 30 And he makes you feel dirty And it's just gone midnight again Just in my hand And set them on fire Use the petrol bombs Left over from the riots And he's just turned 30 And he makes you feel dirty And it's just gone midnight again Please don't forget me Please don't forget me So let's fall, fall, fall into something new But don't you dare make out that I ever loved you Cause I prefer my girlfriend, I prefer a wall And I told you not to take a fall, I